Hey, so did you guys see, uh, I guess they're making a gay Superman now, which won't really be a stretch for me because I always thought Superman was really gay to begin with. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the World According to Kyle podcast, the world report. How are you doing, everybody? How is it going? I am kind of shitty to, uh be quite honest with you, but uh, in the wise words of uh, musician, songwriter, Billy Joe Armstrong, sometimes you're at your best when you feel the worst. So let's get the fuck on with this world according to Kyle podcast. And I don't know if you guys have been following me uh, uh, very uh, fervently or not. I'm assuming not because I have a very scant amount of followers right now. Uh, and uh, I was pl- uh, planning initially on releasing an episode once a month. Uh, but I kind of got backtracked the last little while. And uh, I, pushed, uh, I pushed this episode uh, back a little bit. Um yeah, it was just uh, not anything too serious. Just maybe I was kind of down in the dumps a little bit, um, but that didn't have much to do with it. Uh, I just um, football was starting, and I was uh, getting uh, heavy into football and uh, wa- uh, watching and digesting football completely. And uh, you know, it was just one of those things where I decided to uh, push. Uh, push a release back just a just a little bit, and um, I'm still on track to release all uh, 12 episodes within this year, as I initially intended to have one episode per month for uh, the year. I will release 12 episodes this year, come hell or high water. So um, don't worry about that. To be honest, I'm not too. Uh, too hung up on uh, having uh, a very strict uh, time frame with releasing these. Uh, just kind of waiting until I get into a nice, uh, a nice rhythm uh, and a nice flow state before uh, before I, I I start to get on the mic and uh, post these. Because I'm to be quite honest, I'm still trying to figure out uh, my vibe, figure out uh, my style, and. Uh, uh, and uh, sometimes you're just not uh, not in the mood to pump it out when uh, uh, when you're when you're, I'm just getting like my feet wet into this podcast game. But rest assured, I will have 12 episodes dropped uh, by the end of the year. One of them will be a greatest hits episode, uh, which I'm excited for. I'm excited to. Uh, dive back into uh into these and uh you know pick through uh pick through some of the highlights and uh that should be fun that's going to be my tw- my 12th episode my 12th episode will be a uh, a greatest hits uh, compilation of uh TWA 2K now uh we're you know we're we're I'm uh I'm trudging along nicely I would I would say um I'm going to i think with this episode i'm gonna uh split it into two and i'm gonna release uh, a sports report um uh separately because you know i i think some people um only only want the world report and some people only want the sports report 
Uh, but I'm gonna kind of uh, I'm gonna I, I should have separated them to begin with. Quite frankly, uh, I didn't really care too much. I'm more concerned with just getting uh, uh, getting uh, my thoughts out there, recording. Um, uh, having ideas uh, for episodes, uh, segments, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm definitely more uh, uh, more focused on that than uh, all the um, intricacies of uh, of doing the podcast, so to speak. Uh, my uh, periodic drink breaks are uh, sponsored by, uh, not sponsored, but uh, I am drinking uh, Gatorade uh, Blue. Some blue Gatorade right now, so when you hear my periodic breaks, that is what I am sipping on. Unfortunately, no uh, adult beverages um, uh, to promote uh, because uh, right now it's Tuesday, it's a a work week, Uh, work's really been, uh, really been uh, tough lately, so, uh, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that winds down with uh, beer at uh, the end of, uh, at the end of my shifts uh, and starts getting addicted to beer, Uh, you know, beer's kind of like, uh, or uh, alcohol for that matter is kind of like a mo- more of a weekend thing more of a fun thing uh instead of like a um uh a functioning uh alcoholic type of deal here where i constantly need to numb myself from the pains of the world i haven't got there quite yet so uh kudos to me <laughs> um so uh what do we got here? What have we got on schedule? You know, just a quick aside for a moment. Um, you know, if you are over 25 years old and still living with a parent, I believe uh, there you should have a special identification. Uh, and you should, uh, you're because you're not really an adult if you're still living with your parents and you're over 25 years of age. You need a special identification that prevents you from going to clubs, uh, buying tobacco, uh, buying uh, alcohol, uh, and any other real um, adult, uh, anything you need to be an adult for. Uh, If you are still... If you're 25 years old and still living with a parent, there should be a special identification for you where you are uh, prevented from doing things that normal adults do because uh, you just need to grow the fuck up. Uh, that's the <laughs> that's it. Like, I mean, I've uh, worked with many, uh, many people throughout uh, throughout my uh, career at various jobs None of them, it, none of them who have been still living with their parents and older, have been use uh, useful for fucking anything. They're always fucking whining. They're always like, and you can tell their parents treat them too good because they haven't fucking kicked them out of the house yet. And and that's that's the. 
I truly believe that. Like there, I mean, if if you are not living on your own, living on your own merits, living uh, living on your own means, then uh, you should be prevented from gambling, from buying alcohol, from buying cigarettes. You, uh, you, we should incentivize people to live on their own, and. Uh, most of the time, I think the, uh, is people, it's kids who know they can kind of like, um, not bully, but, uh, lean on their parents and, uh, be, provide sad sap excuses or guilt trip their parents into, uh, into still, uh, having them, uh, live with them. But in my mind, you are not a fucking adult if you are still living with your parents. End of story. You're, you're not grown up yet. And, uh, I haven't really seen the, uh, one person who has really, uh, really proved me wrong on this. Oh, hey, this is a person who is, uh, totally responsible individual. They're, uh, 29 years old and, uh, still, but, but they're 29 years old and still living with their parents. No, I have not met a fucking good worker. I have not met a responsible adult. I have not met a, a, a fucking a good person who is over 25 years old and still living with their with their parents. Give your goddamn parents a break. How fucking sad is your life? Like, oh, what? You didn't fucking, uh, you didn't, uh, live up to, uh, what your parents, uh, what your parents did, or you're not a, um, you're not as successful or financial. Who gives a fuck? Go live on your own. Your parents do not deserve to coddle you and to fucking baby you for your whole goddamn life. That's a cutoff age, I would say. And even that's stretching it. But I would think like with uh, that, you know, it's a little bit different because jobs are a little more scarce. That are not scarce, but the uh, um, uh, like wages are uh, harder to it's harder to get higher wages it's harder to get a good paying job uh if you're in school yeah okay that's that's fine and you're doing school for something and your parents are cool with, with with that but i mean even me i was fucking in college and i didn't uh and i didn't live with my parents i my my parents, they made me want to leave as soon as I turned fucking 18. <laughs> as, as soon as I turned 18, I was out of the fucking door. <laughs> like, that, that, maybe that, you know, maybe that was more their, uh, <laughs> their error than, like, me being a fucking, like, good, responsible, uh, wanting to be a good, responsible human being, uh, for instance, I had to share a room with my brother uh, all my life. Uh, imagine going through uh, puberty in high school and uh, sharing a room with your little brother. That's that is so. I mean, I was just fucking amped to get the fuck out, get the fuck out of there. Uh, quite frankly, uh, so maybe my case was an exception. Uh, and so you know, maybe running out uh, after you're eighteen isn't like uh ideal or maybe there should be a little more leeway now because of uh uh how uh society is structured and we're not in like fucking boomer times anymore but that being said i would say if you're not out by 25 you're a fucking sad individual and i have not met a person who was over 25 living with their parents and uh was a, an exemplary uh a citizen and a great worker so 
that needs to be uh, that that I think you know a, I'm not complaining if somebody uh, if we create a special ID for these special people who uh, still live with mommy and daddy and they're fucking 25 grow the fuck up give your parents the uh uh, space that they deserve for having fucking babied your ass for uh, enough time uh, already. Jeez. Okay, now um, let's uh, talk about uh, crypto a little bit. Uh, I feel like it's been a couple podcasts since uh, since we really uh, dove into uh, uh, crypto. I think the last one I last one I might have did was episode four or uh, episode five, where uh, we talked about kind of. Uh, the crypto uh, atmosphere uh, and I gave you some of my plays uh, some of my crypto plays and um, and, and uh, things have changed since then I've made some moves since then so uh, I feel like uh, maybe now is a good time to do a little bit of a, a crypto update for everybody um, now um, so what did I say before before I had uh, I had I had XRP as my largest holding, um, and I bought. I, I don't know if I told you, but I did. Um, so when the lawsuit uh, got extended the, the first time, uh, when we realized the lawsuit for XR uh, Ripple was uh, going to get extended uh, the first time, I um, I bought a. And when the markets dipped, I bought a little Doge, and I used some of my XRP to uh, buy to buy Doge, and uh, that didn't really work out. I thought Doge might have uh, had a had a nice little meme meme coin uh, rally. Um, I lost maybe like uh, five hundred bucks on it. Not nothing too much um, uh, because. I, I, I bought I bought it low but I bought an XRP kind of uh, uh, gained higher before Doge and Doge kind of just plateaued at uh, at like the um, well I'm talking Canadian so like the 30 cent mark uh, different in US terms uh, so I, I switched back I bought back um, XR, my XRP uh, lost a little bit on that um, but I have been uh, I've been buying more um, uh, Safe Moon um, also. So I think we talked about uh, Safe Moon before and uh, the tokenomics of Safe Moon. How uh, it's there's constantly uh, burn uh, there's constantly supply being burned. Um, there's this pretty cool uh, website where. Uh, here I showed my friend the other day um, where they show like how much uh, is uh, how much of the supply is uh, exactly gets burned on a per day basis. Um, here it is. Okay, sorry, this is bad, uh, bad uh, podcasting right now. Okay, so it's uh, safemoonstats.gatsbyjs.io. 
So if you go to uh, the, if you go to this site, you'll see um, the basically the burn amounts is like so it says um, last 24 hours burned on October 26 uh, as of uh, 1702 uh, the military time so uh, 142.9 billion uh, safe moon has been burned <laughs> and uh, and it shows you also the circulating supply of safe moon which is uh 573.3 chill trillion trill by the way congratulations on elon musk for becoming the world's first trillionaire <laughs> holy shit uh well the numbers literally just changed as i was saying that so uh so now this so the total safe moon uh burned they have that uh number also 426.7 trillion now think about it safe moon has only been around fucking uh for like since like the beginning of the year maybe maybe april maybe fucking uh march uh let's say uh six let's say uh seven or eight months even uh uh so at the longest now all this has got burned already already uh, uh, so much has got burned and uh like s- somebody got in an argument with me on uh on um on reddit because uh because i um i was po- i was saying about like uh, how i feel like safe moon uh is like a good uh coin and i started and obviously trolls started uh arguing with me and uh, uh one of them says uh do you understand how market cap even works and i don't think he knew how the tokenomics of safe moon actually work and that's a great example uh if of going to that site and uh that site that i show people is like you know yeah um uh, the um, yeah the I know I understand the circulating supply is huge, but that supply is always gonna shrink, and the amount that has been like burned so far is actually uh, uh, quite in- quite incredible in such a short period uh, of time. Now, currently, Safe Moon is on a nice little run. Uh, let's see what it is right now. Now the um, the uh, the prices that I'm gonna give are Canadian. Uh, be forewarned, and uh, everything I'm talking about is probably gonna be in Canadian terms. I'll try to specify as much, but just assume it's Canadian uh, prices that I'm talking about. So right now, Safe Moon is decimal five zeros three nine seven. Now that's pretty good. Uh, I, my average cost is probably uh, decimal five zeros under two hundred. Probably uh, you know one fifty to one eighty range. And uh, right now it's popping pretty nice. I mean, um, Shib Shib has been popping. It's all it's almost a fucking top ten coin. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, I did have SHIB. I had a bunch of SHIB and it uh, did good for me. Um, I uh, So I sold it at um, about... So right now SHIB is sitting at uh, decimal four zeros five seven eight zero. 
I it went on a run earlier when it where it got to like the number twelve uh, coin, and I sold it at uh, decimal five four zeros uh, four one something um, four one two five something something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean. You know, I could have held on longer. What what more do you expect from uh from a meme coin? I mean, but who knows? Maybe meme coins are what you have to be <laughs> buying. Uh, be, but I mean the the market is not going to stay like this. I know a lot of people who buy crypto uh because their good projects are uh, maybe a little down down in the dumps um about uh kind of the the cryptos that are popping um uh and the the coins that are uh that that are that are uh that are doing well that are pumping but i mean in the long run the coins that are like actually uh have utility and have are actual have some function uh beyond um hype are the ones that are that are gonna that are gonna make it in the end so you know you're are you are you i wouldn't invest thousands into shib like i think i put in like uh 50 bucks and it was worth uh close to 300 and then i fucking sold it and what i did do is i used those uh those profits and uh i bought a little h bar uh some hedera hash graph now, um, that is a coin that I wanted to talk about. Um, I, so with the XRP, uh, with, sorry, the Ripple lawsuit and, uh, XRP, the token, um, so since the judge extended, um, the, uh, discovery period, um, uh, I, I, I feel like, um, uh, so I felt like it was going to, uh, it, I didn't want to miss out on H bar. So what I did was, um, I sold a little XRP. Uh, I sold, let's say 25% of, uh, my holding, uh, of my holdings of XRP. And I moved that into H bar, uh, because I think H bar is, um, going to be the next, Cardano in the sense that um, it's going to be the Cardano of 2022 where it's this coin that's just going to go on this uh, massive run and uh, I don't want to miss out on it so I think like the the uh, the ripple lawsuit got extended to um, the it, it so I think it's going to go to a decision, a judge's decision. I personally think it's going to go to a judge's decision. I do not think it's going to get settled. I think the SEC, uh, the Security and Exchange Commission, are being pricks about this. They are hold, they're, they're holding and they're paid off uh, by Ethereum and, uh, and Bitcoin. So they want to keep XRP down as much as possible. So... They are not going to concede that XRP uh, is a is a currency or is not a security. They're not going to do that, and uh, Ripple is not going to uh, uh, is not going to pay off or is not going to settle with X X uh, with SEC uh, if they are not determined as not a security. So I think this is uh, this is going to go down to the bitter end. Um, and some people are a little pissed off. I can understand. Uh, they're pissed off that they um, 
that the, that XRP is going to miss uh, the bull the a the crypto bull run, and yeah, it sucks. But um, you know, ultimately, like I I don't blame the judge really. Uh, you know, you you have to get. This is a massive case with massive implications, and literally the whole crypto industry uh, is should be um, should be paying close attention to what happens with this case, and and uh, if XRP is de- uh, um, and what happens with uh, Ripple is uh, will uh, either help or harm the uh, crypto industry um, as a whole. So if I think like this case is going to wrap up March, April, May-ish. I think uh, Hedera Hashgraph is, uh, it may do a Cardano uh, pump in between that time. And I, uh, I just don't want to miss out um, on uh, the, the next Cardano. Because right now, Hedera is extremely undervalued. It's extremely undervalued. There's only 15 billion uh, available supply with a total supply of 50 billion. Uh, and it's sitting at 49 cents right now. And uh, it has insane amount of, uh, of utility. Uh, it, it's really like uh, somebody, somebody described Hedera as um, future-proofing the future-proof, which I completely agree with. They're such a, uh, such a great project um, to get behind. Um, I really can't go over everything about Hedera uh, right now. I just suggest you uh, uh, you read up on read up on it, uh, do your own research, and uh, and hopefully you come to the same conclusion um, before <laughs> before it, uh, it 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 starts to pop. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's one that I'm on. Uh, so I felt like it was very necessary. I ho- what I'm hoping ideal uh, ideally best case scenario is that uh, Hedera pops. You know, early 2022. Um, and if you want a prediction of now, I'm not, I don't like these, um, these videos. Well, I do like them, but I mean, it's not what I'm going to do. I don't want to do price, like uh, super firm price predictions, but you can't blame the people who do the, who do these. Like I talk about crypto, you know, uh, maybe, uh, once every few episodes where these guys are like, they have to, find things to talk about with crypto so don't hold people to uh, like they have to make predictions like i i you know i don't want to make a prediction because i don't want to look stupid fucking uh um you know by saying oh it's gonna go to x by this time but what i will say is that uh just to cover my ass um if in a year from now we're sitting uh, in october of 2022 and h bar is at five or six dollars uh american uh i would not be surprised uh I, I i would not be surprised at all um so that's as far as i'm gonna go because you know who knows with this market we're seeing fucking uh shib is a fucking uh, uh is a almost a top 10 co- coin by market cap <laughs> like <laughs> like like doge is top is top 10 this market is a fucking irrational market right now so uh so you know we have to give it some time uh because things aren't just gonna um 
things aren't just going to uh, change overnight. Um, crypto needs to uh, gain more um, more credibility. Uh, the XRP case, uh, or the sorry, the Ripple case would have helped uh, helped get get crypto that clarity. And quite frankly, I think like um, a large part of like the the when uh, crypto has been in a bearish trend, I think a lot of it is uh, hanging on this uh, Ripple case. And uh, I, I think a lot of people are bearish on crypto because they think, uh, oh, you know the you know, uh, the governments are just going to, uh, make sure it doesn't overtake, uh, overtake, uh, the monetary, uh, current monetary system, uh, and shit like that. Right. But, um, but I think like the, I think the, I think the whole market is waiting on this case to, to be resolved and, and waiting for this case to, uh, to to hopefully uh, uh, for Ripple to achieve a victory, and f- so then they can they uh, these other companies can know that their asses are covered, and the the people who are um, the retail investors who are inside of this uh, inside of this market can know oh you know that some somebody's not going to flip a switch and uh and all of a sudden you know um my my crypto's getting sued and i'm going to lose a ton of money no now this is going to set precedent and uh and and uh and people will know that they're safe and a lot of the things that uh, Hester Peirce at the SEC was talking about, like a safe harbor uh, for crypto, all that shit, I'm down with. Um, the the where we're getting it wrong is these subjective distinctions uh, of uh, centralized and decentralized. Like, where is that? Where is that getting us? That's getting us nowhere because you can just at a whim say any coin you can uh, you can say can be centralized or decentralized like uh, and the coins they're saying are decentralized are Ethereum and Ethereum like uh, and Ethereum is highly <laughs> I would argue is highly centralized like there's very few people who are uh, who are running the show <laughs> who are running the show there. Um, let me see what's market cap right now. Two point seven trillion. We're almost at three trillion market cap. I gotta always check the American because I, I want to know the American uh, market cap. See, it's weird when uh, when you're looking at crypto prices in Canada. I feel like I'm a little ahead of <laughs> ahead of uh, the schedule. Like uh, so, right now market cap for me is. Three point three five five trillion, and for the U.S. it's two point seven oh eight. So, you know, uh, it's a little weird, but I deal with it. I have all my settings uh, for. um, uh, By the way, shout out to CoinGecko. Um, I love the app CoinGecko. There was a, a bunch of situations where. Or there's one situation where they were reporting like a 10% uh, dip in XRP uh, or 10 cent dip in XRP and CoinMarketCap reported this dip. Yahoo Finance reported this dip. Uh, I search on Google reported this dip. CoinGecko fucking had it at the right price. So shout shout out to them. Um, I highly recommend using them. It might not be as uh, flashy of an app, but... um, 
there's a lot less uh, shiftiness uh, with uh, Coin Gecko, I find, than um, the other um, than the other projects. Uh, so what else in crypto? Okay, oh uh, yeah, um, I told you about a coin that I was uh, holding before called um, called Hodl, the Hodl token. Excuse me. So, they ha- HODL token um, had a migration where they were migrating their tokens from uh, V1 to uh, v- V2. And um, so, I'm like, okay, let's, uh, let's do this, right? So, I, uh, uh, I had my, I had my, um, I had the site uh, uploaded and it said, um, it said, click here uh, and open up your wallet, uh, and your wallet will link with uh, with it, and you'll be able to uh, switch from V1 to V2. Okay, fine. So I went to, uh, I went, press the button on uh, the website, and I had my uh, trust wallet open, and uh, it, it didn't work. There, It didn't recognize that uh, my wallet was, my, that my trust wallet w- was open. So okay, whatever. I uh, you know I slept on it and hopefully and I heard like from other people that they were still working some bugs out with the trust wallet, whatever. So all of a sudden uh, now I hear that now you can't. There's no um, that that you you go on the website and there's no like button for uh, uh, doing the migration and I and so the migration a couple months later I figure I would check back up on it and a couple months later the migration was done so uh, so I'm like what the fuck so I started uh, uh, I went on Reddit and started to uh, try to look for some uh, advice on uh, on how on how to uh, how to fix this because you know I kind of like the tokenomics of Hoddle. Uh, you get a lot of coin. You get a lot of um, uh, a lot of um, uh, reimbursement back. Like you're always gaining uh, gaining coins uh, through through Hoddle. Like um, so, I like I like the project. I like the tokenomics, uh, but um, this, but so I went to, to uh, like switch over and uh, and went back to the website and I guess the migration was done. So all of a sudden I'm sitting here with these V1 uh, V1 tokens and I go on uh, um, the Hoddle uh, Reddit, the subreddit, and uh, so I go and I'm trying to figure out how the fuck to do this. Uh, so I, you know, type, I start typing my issue, uh, typing my story, and then I go to, uh, a post to make the post on Reddit, and it said, oh, all, um, uh, the, uh, moderators have removed the, uh, the key, the specific words, migration and V1, <laughs> so you can't post, you can't, you can't make a post that says, uh, migration or V1. So obviously they were having issues with it. They couldn't get it figured out, and all of a sudden I'm holding onto these Hoddle V1 tokens. That w- just complete shit show of a fucking uh, migration. So 
Uh, I'm not too happy about that. I just want to get my V2 tokens and fucking sell them and uh, and get it over with because um, if the migration was this much of a shit show and they you know didn't do anything to uh, to let the to let people know uh, and they were having issues with Trust Wallet and they just fucking left it there and all of a sudden the the tokens are are uh, v2 they had a very um, a very fast deadline to make the migration for instance uh, right now there's another token uh, that I have aqua goat and my migration to the v2 tokens is going completely smooth I went to their website they had a link where you fill out a form and you ha- and they wanted you to be to be a holder from uh, a certain point in time and they were going to deal with you first and get get your tokens migrated to the v2 so so i did that i filled out the form i did what they said they sent me an email back saying okay send your tokens here and uh so i've i got my uh uh last email from them telling them where to send my tokens they they just sent me an email saying okay your token uh tokens will be converted uh uh within a certain period of time now uh we are in between that period of time right now, but so far so good. Like, like the, it has gone smooth as smooth as it's gone way smoother than this hodl fucking fiasco. Now, maybe things change. Maybe I just sent my uh, tokens to a <laughs> to a wallet that's just uh, gonna take them. But I mean, as far as I can tell, um, the migration has been has been has been smooth. And uh, if I come on with an update saying uh, otherwise, then uh, then you'll know. But I have no reason to s- suspect that um, that this is gonna be uh, any kind of the shit show that. Uh, that it was with Hoddle. So, uh, so again, Aquagoat, I love the project. I highly recommend it. Um, you, you know, maybe you weren't getting as much, um, as much tokens back as, uh, you were, you would have been with, um, with, uh, with Hoddle, but, uh, you know, less problems. So, uh, you know, if you're looking for a good, uh, coin to uh to get in on i highly recommend aqua goat um i think they have a uh uh i think they're um so they have five percent burn four percent goes into liquidity and then one percent uh one percent goes to uh charity projects to uh clean up the ocean which is you know great like uh you know why not (laughs) uh so the liquidity aspect of it, I don't know if you know, but uh, where uh, it gets redistributed back to uh, uh, hodlers, not hodler the coin, but hodlers as in holders who are not selling. So, uh, so that's what I mean when I say uh, when I say liquidity. Liquidity. So five percent burned, four percent uh, liquidity, and one percent uh, to clean the oceans, which. Uh, are in desperate need of it and are in desperate need of the um of the money since we want to uh spend trillions to uh go into outer space in unlivable atmospheres instead of uh instead of taking care of the planet that we currently have i think (laughs) we just kind we kind of put the kibosh on that and decided hey we're gonna need to get the fuck out of here as soon as possible no but uh i think like you know 
totally uh, space is relevant to explore, but I think we uh, we're losing sight of uh, of uh, uh, we're trying to get away from the Earth instead of uh, instead of uh, protecting it. We should be have a protectionist state of mind with uh, with our planet more than uh, wanting to. Um, uh, go and terraform Mars or get on the next, uh, you know, get on the next planet that we're not going to ruin. Um, you know, space, space is fine, but it's a vast fucking, uh, a vast terrain of emptiness and, uh, perhaps, uh, unlivability. Uh, that's another good one too, but you know, uh, we spend so much money on on uh, uh, on getting to like this unhabitable this unhabitable atmosphere uh, where you're fucking flying around in zero gravity, and we're not and we're not uh, trying and we're, we're spend much less money trying to um, uh, you know save the planet that we already have. That's kind of my stance on that, um, though I do find like uh, space endeavors totally necessary. Maybe it would be nice to, uh, you know, get all the fucking garbage out of the oceans and uh, fucking uh, uh, CO2 out of the atmosphere. I don't know. What do I know? I'm just a fucking uh, Joe fucking uh, Joe podcaster over here. But um yeah, I mean, you know, it's nice to think about space and to think about our place in the universe, but uh, you know, we're probably not going to be able to go anywhere <laughs> anywhere else. So, we should make this planet better instead of trying to focus on uh instead of trying to focus on uh what we're how we're going to get away from it. Maybe uh maybe that's our issue. Uh okay. So that was crypto. That was my crypto uh, segment for today. Just wanted to uh, update you guys on uh, uh, on what uh, what I'm holding. Um, so right now I'm uh, I'm about uh, I'm still very uh, heavily heavily leveraged in XRP. Uh, I'm still, uh, but, but the only thing was I, I switched over to H bar. I have about 25% of my portfolio is into H bar, maybe about, uh, 5% of my, uh, portfolio is, uh, on safe moon. Safe moon is kind of my hedge, uh, in case all that matters is tokenomics <laughs> because if all if all that matters is tokenomics and safe moon is like fucking is going to be very big and people have shit on me before where i just like yeah i love i love safe moon it's like oh, oh it's going to be the next bitcoin totally huh? and it doesn't have to be all uh if safe moon even hits like 1 cent uh you know, people who who uh, have have bought when it first starts are going to be millionaires. Uh, so, because the price is so cheap, which I think uh, one I think one cent in like a five year uh, frame of time with everything that I told you about uh, the burn. The the uh, the token the tokens that get burned and uh, what gets burned and. Uh, and redistributed back. Safe Moon also has reflection, so you're constantly getting coins back. So, the, but just the just the burning aspect of it is 
if all that matters is tokenomics, which uh, uh, Bitcoin, the price is so high because of its low supply. If all that matters about uh, uh, about coins or tokenomics, which is um, which is a heavy part of it. I mean, like I, I still we're we're not at the utility point with crypto yet, but you want to be ahead of the game. That's why I have XRP right now. When we start to find the utility of crypto, XRP is gonna fucking pop because it has the it has great utility. So Safe Moon is my hedge is my hedge against uh against utility <laughs> if all that matters is pure tokenomics then i i at least have my safe moon <laughs> and i and people are pissing me off about uh about safe moon they're so they want to i got i got in an argument with somebody and i got ended up getting the last word because he couldn't counter my uh my 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 point uh my final point and he was talking about oh we should stop the uh the burn at a certain amount uh at like i think he said 1 trillion we should stop the burn because he was worried that uh about the reflections and the reflections are what you get back um for uh holding um so, so if you uh so the uh liquidity uh, what I was said before is basic like reflections, uh, but in Safe Moon t- standards are uh, the tokens that you get back for hodling your Safe Moon. Um, so he was suggesting that we should stop the burn at a certain amount because, but I'm just like, keep the fucking burn going. He wants to, his theory or his uh, his uh, mo his motivation is that he wants to eventually live off his uh, his reflections and get a constant uh, steady stream of income off your reflections. But the the part about Safe Moon that is most intriguing is the is a, the amount that they're burning and the and getting rid of the of the circulating supply. That is the most compelling thing about about Safe Moon. That is what is driving its price. And I feel like um, one of these, uh, like eventually, there's just going to reach like a bottleneck where there's going to be like, and it and Safe Moon is just going to fucking pop and and uh and it will not it's gonna knock zeros off of that uh off of that total and it's gonna make a lot of people a lot of money and uh i've and because i think the community can have some sway in this um i do not i never never stop the burn never stop the burn (laughs) if your your token is a uh is going to gain value because of uh be- because it's setting itself on fire. <laughs> it's reducing the circulating supply. So that is what that is what's compelling me about Safe Moon. I'm using like I not going to lie, I was late to the fucking uh Bitcoin uh the Bitcoin craze, okay? I was late to it. I'm not going to buy Bitcoin now, but I mean, I'm going to buy other projects that have uh that have tokenomics similar. Now, um, if, if all that matters about a coin is it's sheer tokenomics and we're taking utility out of the equation, safe moon is a tremendous project. And, uh, not only that, but, um, people were, uh, down on it because they said, uh, they said they were going to release a safe moon wallet and it didn't get released on the time that they said it was going to be released. And, uh, people were shitting on it. 
it still popped. <laughs> it still popped. And uh, uh, regardless, uh, because supply is always shrinking. So you're always going to get like a bottleneck effect with uh, with, with Safe Moon. Um, so the so people were show the wallet didn't get released oh the the devs they're uh they're lying to us but i just downloaded the uh when when it got released uh properly it's finally got released to google play and it's pretty solid like i'm not gonna lie like i love the functionality of uh of the of the safe moon wallet uh and uh, it look, it, you know, appears to be kind of free of kinks, uh, and looks to, and looks like it's it's great. Also, by the way, the Aqua Goat is uh, is affiliated with uh, with Safe Moon, so uh, the two projects kind of uh, are uh, you, so you can uh, buy Aqua Goat off like the the Safe Moon uh, wallet, uh, and, and you can hold your uh, Aqua Goat on on the Safe Moon wallet. So. That's the last little thing that uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to touch on with uh, with regards to crypto. So uh, so what are you guys holding? Uh, let me know. Let me know uh, in the comments below. Uh, what 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 projects do you like? Um, what projects should I be putting? Uh, should I be putting more money into? Right now, I'm thinking. Um, the next one that I'm gonna buy right now, uh, which a friend uh, a friend uh, notified me about, is um, APL. So uh, Apollo uh, APL is a tremendous project. Um, they are kind of doing a lot of uh, utility, uh, a lot of utility based things, uh, and uh, they're trying to. They're almost like a an XRP uh, light right now. They're doing a lot of uh, uh, a lot of utility based tokens where they're they want to be in that market. Also, they're going to be competing for uh, for. Um, global payments and uh cross-border payments uh etc and their circulating supply is pretty low too they're only they're sitting at uh, a available supply right now is 14.7 billion and the total supply uh, the total amount that can be ever supplied is 21.2 billion now right now the price of uh uh apl to buy one apl is uh 0.00538616 it's Canadian, by the way. Uh, so, point zero zero five three eight to uh, buy this APL, and so I'm glad my friend notified me about this because if there is going to be a utility uh, a utility bull run, I think APL will uh, gain vastly vastly from uh from a utility bull run now it's not the uh is it the greatest value no i mean you can still buy stuff that's uh that's cheaper but considering the circulating supply uh what's its rank it's 584 on uh on coin gecko so i mean it if we get this utility bull run this is gonna fucking this is going to move up by the hundreds like it will be a top 100 coin uh if we get this utility bull run so i think 2022 is going to be the year where we uh 
where we have uh, the utility bull run because uh, because I think that's when the XRP case is going to get sorted out, right? And after, not the XRP, the Ripple case. XRP is a coin, Ripple is a company. Uh, so that's when the that's when the uh, that's when the Ripple case is going to get sorted out. Hopefully, a victory, uh, which I mean, everything is kind of leaning to that right now, and that uh, these coins with utility will really start to will really start to uh, pop, and uh, it is leaning towards a victory in my opinion. Uh, a lot of people are distraught and upset that uh, the judge. Um, that the judge ruled for an extension but this is like this is a massive trial with massive implications and i actually felt that uh the news that we got about um about um the um the discovery and the questions that the sec has to answer is very good it's very good for uh it's very good for the ripple case because while um a lot of people got their panties in a bunch about about oh it's gonna get extended it's gonna get extended yeah there's a lot of fucking information to go over so i mean uh you know it's not the end of the world uh that it that it got extended but the real the real good and beneficial news to uh come out come out uh of the uh of the last uh, few weeks was that uh the judge ordered the sec to answer uh questions uh directly related to how ethereum is not is not a security and how xr or xrp the coin is a sec- is a security and uh questions like dire- directly pointedly and directly related to the um to the uh what is it uh the the um the orange groves uh, the the um the case um the case that sets that set precedent for whether uh for whether a a coin is a security or not i forget the specific name of it right now but there's uh, the Howey test. Yes, the Howey test. So she asked for uh, cases specifically or for pointed questions that are uh, that specifically uh, uh, detail how Ripple uh, go uh, fits into that the Howey model and how how it is a security. So that is fucking great news that and uh that also is going to play into the fair fair notice defense of ripple that ripple was not given fair fair notice uh so i mean if the judge is actually looking at uh at the fair notice defense right now and that if ripple is not what was not given fair notice that is fucking massive for the case that is that is a victory that is a w if ripple was not uh was not given fair notice uh uh, that their product was uh, was a security and it looks like since uh the judge is asking for these very specific things uh these very uh uh specific questions from the sec that you know the sec can deem anything a secure a security and uh and what and uh you know and then the judge could just take their word for it but since she's asking for these specific things i think that uh 
I think that that bodes really well for for uh, for Ripple, and uh, I think that the judge is looking at the right things. And another thing that I heard was that they do not want it to be declared a mistrial, uh, uh, so they want to be able to, uh, you know not have the sec fall back and complain about like oh I, we didn't have enough time this and that this is a massive uh this is a massive case with massive implications uh i think uh, th- i think the crypto industry will start to boom after after this after this case is uh hopefully resolved with a with a ripple victory because uh that's what i'm hedging on anyways i mean i think like the price of xrp right now if it wasn't for this lawsuit would probably be i don't know quick guesstimate maybe like three to five dollars at least uh so a lot hinges on this and the the fate of uh, i think the fate of crypto it hinges on this case uh specifically so I know it's kind of that, but that's what you know. That's what you're. That's what I'm betting on right now. I'm betting that this coin is suppressed in value because of uh, what's going on with it, uh, with it legally, and that's why, that's why I'm, that's why I'm holding it. It's my highest uh, leverage position. I think it's the best, the best value, the best bang for your buck. Anything under a dollar for this coin is, is. Uh, is an amazing deal which i got most of mine at that price so um so that that's it i mean holy shit i've gone on for (laughs) close to an hour about just uh about just crypto i guess you know this is uh this is gonna be the crypto pod uh for for me uh and um you know i wanted to do uh i wanted to start uh pumping out more on a quicker time scale since i have to catch up uh on my uh quota for uh reaching the end of the year with 12 podcasts so i think i'm gonna do another one in uh in a couple in a couple weeks and um and so i can uh i can really um i can really kind of get into uh, a news section uh here let me give you another uh let me let me tell you about a couple L's I took on uh, on some cryptos. So, and these are just shit coins, by the way. I mean, uh, let me finish out this pod by telling you some some of my L's, okay? Because uh, it's not all fucking uh, it's not all biscuits and gravy. So obviously that hodl uh, hodl coin was an L. Oh, and by the way. Uh, I tried to switch uh, my HODL over to um, this site called uh, SafePal because I heard that you can exchange V1 for V2 off SafePal. So I go to transfer it over and then all of a sudden I have half the amount of coins that I had before. So this whole fucking thing is a complete mess. Let me know. Like, do do any of you guys use SafePal? Is SafePal legit? Because I heard from like a couple people on Reddit that that's where you're supposed to uh, that you can put your coins over to SafePal and get uh, the HODL coins converted from V1 to V2. So HODL, while it didn't lose value, is a fucking massive L for me. So. Fortunately, with these other coins that I took L's on, I didn't invest all that much into them. Um, so, the first coin was the Australian Shepherd Dog, the Ass Coin. 
Uh, I bought like 40 bucks worth Canadian, or sorry, 40 bucks American worth. It's, uh, it's right now sitting at $2.49. <laughs> next one uh my next major l elongate elongate uh i put in about 50 bucks right now sitting at six dollars and 32 cents l my uh and my other one that's an l bonfire uh huge <laughs> huge l i spent about fucking uh 60 75 bucks of uh bought 60 75 bucks of bonfire which is now worth 97 cents so there's another l so it's not all uh you know crypto's not all but this is what you get when you do the meme coin or when you go uh, in the shit coin and meme coin uh, uh, depths of crypto is that, um, you know, you might get these massive returns, but the you're risking all of your all of your investment uh, to to try and get like these super returns now, um, you know. I don't know. That's why you don't invest a lot into uh, meme coins or shit coins. You know, I uh, you know I made some money off Doge. I made some money off of Shib, but uh, you know you take your profits and uh, you be happy with it, and because uh, you don't want to end up like uh, you know holding on to these these point pointless coins uh, that are only worth that you have a billion of them and they're worth a couple bucks. So that's it. That's uh, that's uh, the end of this uh, crypto centric, the world according to Kyle, and that was the world according to Kyle podcast world report. Hope y'all enjoyed. Take care, everybody. I will see you again soon.